Welcome to Angels, Demons, and the Apocalypse. You think we're in the Apocalypse, bro? Uh, I ask you this every time we have a... Uh, this is Jimmy Charles. Yep, good, good to be here today. You know, we could be in the Corona Apocalypse. Corona Apocalypse. Maybe we're coming out of that, but uh, I don't think we're in the Apocalypse now. My wife shared her Corona Apocalypse update that she's been wanting to share on Facebook for a long time, but she's a little timid. And so she's like, you know, I don't really want to say too much and push it too hard, which she didn't, but she did come up with some good numbers, you know, like 0.0004% of the population has died from Corona. Yeah. Not quite a third or a fourth or whatever. The I think it's, that number is active cases in Sedgwick County. Yeah. But that's but that's exactly oh you're talking about overall overall I oh, think even America I think it's still very yeah, very like not even a percent anyway Jenny put her uh, Corona Apocalypse uh, update I have a friend that drove by Lake Street on Minneapolis last night and talked about you know how it looked like a war zone and interesting times it is interesting times it's very strange times I mean. The economy is still suffering um, from the Corona stuff and the uh, you know commercial aviation slowdown and whatnot. That's kind of a weird time, especially for Wichita area. But uh, we know God's sovereign and controlled. But yeah, it's a weird time. An army of angels coming? Um, eventually. Hey, maybe there's an army of angels encamped around us right now. Who knows? The angel of the Lord encampeth around about them that fear Him. The angel of the Lord, that's Psalm 34. The angel of the Lord encampeth around about them that fear him. Or Psalm 32. It might be Psalm 32, actually. It's Psalm 34 because I looked at that this morning. angel of the Lord encampeth about. Speaking of my wife, Jennifer, she has a question for us. Ryan Smothers is here, our guest. uh, I don't know what you are. Guest friend. Yeah, probably guest first, friend second. Okay. <laughs> You're our three peat. Uh, no, that's right. You're our three peat. Right. You're our host. first three peat. I'm like apprentice host. Yeah, your apprentice host. Okay. Yeah. All right. Maybe you need a shirt. Or yeah. something. So, uh, my wife, uh, Jenny, asked us, Ryan and Jimmy and myself, to speak about the angel of the Lord. Mm-hmm. Which is applicable since our show is called Angels, Demons, and the Apocalypse. I can see where that would be a correlate, you know, related question. What is the angel of the Lord in your opinion, Jimmy? In my opinion, the angel of the Lord is God. I don't, I don't want to say a manifestation of God. I know that can get theologically dicey, but it's, it's God showing up apparently in a, in a physical form to people, in my opinion. Yeah. Now, now the verse you just read in Psalms is a difficult verse because it says the angel of the Lord encampeth around those who fear him. And when I think of that idea I just expressed, I think of the angel of the Lord appear, appearing in a distinct spot on earth to talk to a person mm-hmm. or whatever, like these instances we're going to look at today. But, but that verse you read in the Psalms is interesting because it almost makes it seem like the angel of the Lord is... Uh, we, couldn't correlate, we couldn't correlate that to the Holy Spirit today, I don't think. I don't think so either. No, it's just... Because the Holy Spirit showed up, agreed on men... Yes. ...that were to accomplish God's purposes on this planet... Yep. Before the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ. Yep. 
The Holy Spirit would show up upon these men. Yes. And they would do particular as Samson. Yep. says the Spirit of the Lord was upon him. Yep. And, and so we couldn't say the angel of the Lord at that point would be a... No, we really can't. I mean, David also said, take not thy Holy Spirit from me. So there was some form of the Holy Spirit was with David, not in the same sense of the New Covenant, but there was some, you know, some experience you have with the Holy Spirit. Yeah, and um, I think you have to assume that Jesus was the first man to receive the Spirit, like the way that the, the, the helper, the gift that he describes the disciples receive it. Pentecost. I think that he would be the first. You know what I mean? The first indwelling in the new covenant, whereas the old covenant was a different, different. Because Jesus was perfect. He never. Right. He, he could have the Holy Spirit dwell him without, uh, of course, without any sacrifice because he was perfect. I think there's not there's not a precedent because for for that because, you know, everyone of course took note. Well, John the Baptist, but people took note that the Spirit came down, dwelt, you know, came lit upon Jesus, came down from heaven. Um, the, really, the only picture of the Trinity we have, and that that thing that the the baptism of Christ, and then right. and then after that, Jesus advised his disciples that they would wait in Jerusalem until the gift would come, and we know that that was the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. Of course, the Holy Spirit coming to other people was one of the big like controversies of the of the early church because the question was how can people get the spirit if they're not Jews and of course then you got Cornelius's household receiving the Holy Spirit even before he had Peter fully preached to the Gentiles at Cornelius's house and so there you know there's that act there's like the, the outpouring of the Holy Spirit onto men as part of like as like a confirmation of salvation or something in the New Testament right that's sort of unprecedented you know in the, in the Old Testament in the Old Testament so yeah, yeah. So, and plus, the Old Testament speaks of the Spirit. Yeah, yeah, and the Spirit of God. There's also God would deliver a, a bad spirit to people. So you're saying that you think the angel of the Lord, just to kind of pin you a little bit, yeah. you think the angel of the Lord is a Christophany, is a... I do, I do. Now, I... Of the, of the second person of the Trinity. I, I suppose so. Now, I resist, um, I don't know why this is for sure, but I... I resist just, um, you know, sometimes we'll just get an explanation like, hey, Jesus is the angel of the Lord. And I really want to dig in and see what I think about that for myself. Yeah. Because you know, I just want to know for myself exactly what I think it means. But yes, I guess in looking at it, if it is God showing up in a human form and Jesus is the word, mm -hmm. the expression of God. That then, revelation. Then that would match up with it. I don't know who Jesus is. There's a lot of holes in here, but when the angels were at the tomb and he said, he is not here speaking about Jesus there were angels saying that Jesus was not there so right. angels have, have obviously are apart from you know what I mean like there's a okay I'll, I'll put my thing out I, I, I've never I've never questioned who the angels were right I guess is my thing like when I read when I read angels that guess is where I come in like I, I, I this was a this was a new topic that I never really thought about before so I'm very curious to learn about why people have different I guess my it's been easy for me to think that like angels are like prophets or like anything else they're messengers of the will of God that show up we know there's named angels like Gabriel and Mike Michael and uh, and and that they're you know, now you know, your distinction is angel of the Lord versus named angels like Gabriel, Michael. Mm -hmm. Now they're only mentioned in the New Testament, right? The Abraham, Gabriel, Old Testament, me? No, oh. no, no. In fact, that's a okay. that's an interesting story I've got to tell. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, my brother and I were doing um, Old Testament name game 
we got to G, and my dad said Gabriel, mm-hmm. and I being the confident idiot. Yeah. <laughs> I've been that. Yeah, I've been the, I'm being the confident idiot. That sounds familiar. Thanks, Eric. That sounds like me. Maybe that's the, what the podcast should be called. <laughs> the confident the idiot. Confident idiot. <laughs> that makes a lot of uh, sense. That sounds like me. Angels, yeah. demons, and the confident idiots. No, okay. and, and me being the confident idiot that I am. I like that name, the confident idiot. Um, it is. It's very true about a lot of people. Uh, yeah. And me. Uh, <laughs> I got to get through the story. My dad said Gabriel, and me being the confident idiot said, "No, Dad, he's not in the Old Testament." Oh, did my dad spank me? Yeah. He took out his old. Lesson. He took out his old Bible, mm-hmm. turned to the Book of Daniel. Mm. Gabriel, right there. And so it was like, ouch! (laughs) And so, yes, Gabriel's mentioned in the Old Testament. Um, Let's let's go to Joshua, or let's go to Judges, excuse me. Mm -hmm. This is the specific passage. Judges chapter 2. That we were asked about. Judges 2. Then the angel of the Lord came up from Gilgal. To Bokim and said, I led you up from Egypt. I led you up from Egypt and brought you to the land of which I swore to your fathers. And I said, I will never break my covenant with you. Pretty direct language. And you shall make no covenant with the inhabitants of this land. You shall tear down their altars, but you have not obeyed my voice. Why have you done this? Therefore, I also said... I will not drive them out before you, but they shall be thorns in your side. And their uh, God shall be a snare to you. But it was when the angel of the Lord spoke these words to all the children of Israel that the people lifted up their voice and wept. And they called the name of that place Bochim. And they sacrificed there to the Lord. My first question, by the way, even before we get into more of the angel of the Lord is, uh, when I read this passage, is what was the angel of the Lord doing in Gilgal before he came to Bochim? Yeah. I didn't research that. I don't know if they did they have the temple temporarily set up in that region, or I just I don't know. I guess I would require more research. Yeah, that'd be great. You know, but that's just a question. Hey, maybe you as a listener can research that. That's that's, that's right. But uh, that's a side note, really. So the angel of the Lord there. A lot of people would think that that language of I my would make him a member of the Godhead. That's that's what that's what led me to leads me to believe that as well. He's speaking as God there. Um, so yeah, it's I mean it seems pretty clear language. Yeah. I would say that I mean a lot of the prophets when they speak they say I like they're speaking on behalf of God but they usually say thus saith the Lord and then I've done this and you've done this to me and I so I'm saying that it's, it's very common for the prophets to take on the the voice of God when they when they give out his reason. I'm not saying that's what's happening here I'm just saying like I was looking for that expecting that yeah and so in Isaiah I just preached through Isaiah 60 through 66 mm-hmm. and there are so many times there where he says I said to you I told you and so Isaiah yeah. is writing as if God himself were speaking. Yeah, and he, and he might have spoken it out loud, too, mm-hmm. to people in some context, you know, and said, you know, use that. But certainly in this, there's no there's no indication of that, but... Um, Let's get to the other angel of the yeah, Lord. Yeah. 
Where's that, brother? Is the Judge, Samson? Judges six. Okay. Judges six, and uh, and then Samson. The story of Samson. I think that's Judges thirteen. We'll look at that. We can look at that as well. And that has similarities to this story as well. Right. This is Gideon. In Judges six, I think that the angel of the Lord shows up in the Gideon section. Yeah, verse eleven. Um. Do you want you want me to go ahead? And yeah, go ahead. This is Judges six, starting in verse eleven. Now the angel of the Lord came and sat under the terebinth tree, which is an Ophrah, which belonged to Joash the Abizrite, while his son Gideon threshed wheat in the winepress in order to hide it from the Midianites. Time out, by the way. Think of this very, very much a physical being. Yeah. The angel of the Lord is sitting down under a tree. Right. Probably appears as a man. Right. Um, and the angel of the Lord appeared to him and said to him, The Lord is with you, you mighty man of valor. Gideon said to him, O my Lord, if the Lord is with us, why then has all this happened to us? And where are all the miracles which our fathers told us about, saying, Did not the Lord bring us up from Egypt? But now the Lord has forsaken us and delivered us into the hand, uh, hands of the Midianites. Then the Lord... This is important because that's capital L, yeah. capital O, capital R, capital D, the name for Jehovah... Go ahead. Yes. Then the Lord turned to him and said, Go in this might of yours, and you shall save Israel from the hand of the Midianites. Have I not sent you? Have I not sent you? And then then, that's really strong right there. But he says, So he said to him, O my Lord, how can I save Israel? Indeed, my clan is the weakest of Manasseh, and I am the least in my father's house. Then he says, And the Lord said to him, Surely I will be with you, and you shall defeat the Midianites as one man. So the question again is... And and again, we're not breaking uh, fellowship over this matter. No. But it is an interesting matter. The question then again is: Is it a messenger yeah. who speaks on behalf yeah. of yeah. the Lord? I see, I see what Ryan's saying. Yeah. Here at the end, though, it says the angel of the Lord. Uh, so the fire sprang up. So the angel of the Lord tips the staff. Tips the staff. So then it says the angel of the Lord vanished from his sight. Then Gideon perceived that he was an angel of the Lord, and Gideon said, "Alas!" But then the Lord said to him, "Peace be." So it's almost like. There's a physical manifestation, and then when it disappears, the Lord is still talking to him. You see that? I'm just saying, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I guess I guess I don't know which... It's almost like... Well, it's really possible. I, I, you know what I, mean? I, just, I don't know. I don't know. It's like the angel Lord uh, clearly is physically manifested. And a lot of times the angel shows up, it's the in the, the, the tomb or at the, you know... Angel is... Messenger. messenger. Yeah. I mean... Messenger of God, both in the Greek yeah. and the Hebrew. Yeah. Messenger of God, someone who acts on God's behalf. Mm-hmm. So either way, um, yes. it, it could be a messenger of God. It could be God's voice, as you said, speaking even with the messenger there. Well, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just saying. Like, it seems like it seems like the manifestation leaves, and then Gideon is scared and is like, and he's calling out to God. He goes, "Oh my gosh, I'm gonna die!" And then the Lord says, to him, "No, you won't die. You're fine." And then Gideon builds nah, the altar. Nah, you die, you're fine. <laughs> no, you're, you're, and then it says that the night that night the Lord says to him, "Take your father's bowl," but it doesn't seem like he was like there as a, as an angel. I don't know. No, right. that, I will say though that um, in Judges thirteen mm-hmm. there is a detail in there that does. That's lend, right. That's the Samson. That does lend to the idea that the angel of the Lord is actually God. Let's go with that. I see what you're saying. I mean, those, are, those are logical points. Could the angel will be a messenger angel that God sends in His behalf? I mean, I, I see definitely see what you're saying. Um, I was just thinking in this passage in Judges 13, Manoah, after he sees the angel of the Lord rise up in the fire. Mm-hmm. Um, interesting, he's called angel of God here too. That's yes, that is interesting. He down near the bottom, 
um, in verse 22, Manoah says, we shall surely die because we have seen God. And, um, you know, it, clearly he thought that seeing the angel of the Lord, was a, he's equating that with seeing God. Mm-hmm. And um, there's nothing in the scripture to deny that fact. To fact, say that he was wrong. In fact, it's kind of affirmed by no denial in the fact that she says, if the Lord had desired to kill us, he would not have accepted the burnt offering. You know what I mean? So she's assuaging his fears. Um, so well, again, it's not, a, it's, not a, it's not a concrete... But it's just a thought. Mm-hmm. So the the answer to that would probably be um, a spiritual being. They saw this spiritual being, and so because they saw this spiritual being from God, they could say, "We don't." That's not an everyday. That's not even a close to everyday occurrence. That's yeah. an occurrence that we would never happen. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I would say too. I mean, you know, I would say Manoah maybe is not also a like a reliable like you know what I mean I also yeah. just because I mean he, he he sees the angels like I'm gonna make you some food and the angels like you look if you keep me or whatever but he also tells that the angel Lord does tell Manoah if you're gonna make one offer it to the Lord well if he's making a goat and offering it to this angel how is he not already offering it to the Lord you know what I mean like that's the thing is when the angels could accept worship or so forth that probably wouldn't happen because John Oh, right yeah, tell him not in the revelation yeah. don't don't yeah. bow to me right he says don't bow to me i'm just a fellow messenger yeah, yeah. but i'm just saying like here so he says like interesting here. enough uh, we see angel of god here yeah. angel of the lord here and then look at that very last verse in the spirit of the lord and we see the spirit of the lord here and also, I mean, Manoah says, look, we're going to die if we've seen God. And that's why it's like, no, God's not going to kill us. I'm just saying, like, it seems like the understanding would be that if you did see God, you would die. Like, that was the understanding. We mm-hmm. surely, because they assumed that, oh, we saw God. So that was, like, part of their understanding. So he's either wrong about if you see God, you die, or maybe he didn't actually see God. Well, or, 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 you know, you could argue, though, in verse 23, yeah. that if the reason was that, uh, you know, if it really was the perception that seeing God would cause you to die and it wasn't God, she would have said that wasn't God, don't worry. Instead, her reasoning is he was kind was, to us yeah. and favorable, so he's not going to strike his dead. Also, you know, it's not his plan. His plan was for her to have a... Right. Yeah. yeah a child. I, her survival I, is like a part of it. Yeah. I, but I, I, I see, I see, Ryan, what you're saying. And, and that's, that's sort of... Like, Honestly, I don't have a dog in this fight. I don't, like, it's, I don't, I guess I don't, it doesn't bother me either way. But I just, I've never, I just never thought about it. I know the thing is, this is one of the places where you would say that maybe this is Jesus because right. the name is wonderful. Thing, right. right. That's the argument there. And I resist that too. I, I don't know why. It's just like, I think sometimes people jump in and they haven't really read the text and digested it and they want to just say, hey, you know, angel of the Lord equals Jesus. Mm-hmm. And I just, I like people, I want to, I want to read the text. I want to know what it means. I want right. to think about it deeply. Right. And not just put a kind of a cookie cutter schematic on top of it, you know? But these are some, I mean, Men throughout history yes. Yes. have believed in Christophanes great, and Theophanes. Great theological, great guys. theological guys, and yeah. and the, the reasoning is of what the very reasons we're talking yeah. about. And he I agree, speaks I as God. I agree with them. He by the way, actually. And, and and I don't. I think it's an angel. Yeah, no, I get that. I think it's an angel. I think it's an angel. One because it's called a messenger of the Lord, and I think <laughs> I think just like prophets spoke. And said, "Thus saith the Lord." Here it is. Now the whole thing about worshiping—that's where it gets a little tricky and it's a little tough for me, uh, because if you go back to Joshua, 
-hmm. And now this may be a different person. Yeah, it's identified as commander. Because it's called a commander of the Lord. Yeah. Not the angel of the Lord. This is in Joshua 5. This is in Joshua 5 at the end. Go ahead and read verse uh, 13 to 15. Sure. And it came to pass when Joshua was by Jericho that he lifted his eyes and looked, and behold, a man, capital M in this translation, stood opposite him with his sword drawn in his hand. And Joshua went to him and said to him, Are you for us or for our adversaries? So maybe Joshua didn't even know who this man was. No, obviously he didn't. Yeah. It was. <coughs> so he said, no, but as a com as commander of the army of the Lord, I have come. And Joshua fell on his face to the earth and worshiped and said to him, what does my Lord say to his servant? Then the commander of the Lord's army said to Joshua, take your sandal off your foot for the place where you're standing is holy. And Joshua did so. Now see, that that's, sounds like the Lord. That's a good, that's a good verse from my standpoint. If right. You can make the, making the case the commander of, of God's armies can be equated with the angel. The angel of the Lord, yeah. It is, it is, a, it is a physical manifestation right. of God. But is, but is, worship. I mean, is Jesus considered the commander of God's army? I mean, because I mean, you think about it, like our government, the commander isn't the leader of the government. Yeah, but the king of kings is the commander in chief, if you will. I mean, or this could be another, I think, I another think, thing of this. Would it, it could be Michael the archangel? That's. I guess what I'm thinking is like I think that a commander of an army right. seems like a very specific like warfaring or defensive whatever. Yeah, and I'm sure that's the other idea on this that it could be Michael the archangel who is. Who is called the what? The defender of Israel. He, he, but the very specific mm -hmm. language in verse 15, you know, right. take your sandal off your foot for the place, place where your sand is holy. holy. Pretty rough. Pretty indicating that I am holy. Pretty, pretty much the burning bush incident. It is. Where God himself uh, either comes in a his presence, that presence of the fire of the, the spirit of God. That's what Joshua immediately thought of. Interesting. And so, um, and it says now he worshiped. Now it doesn't say necessarily he worshiped him. Yeah. So it could be that he worshiped the Lord. And it's possible there. that God's gracious and, you know what I mean? Even yeah. though, you know, you know, if this is a messenger, God allowed this without Christ. And this could be Joshua's burning bush incident. Yeah. Where he is being called to this holiness, just like Moses was. And so you could make the argument, well, that's not that's he's using an angel to to set yeah. this up. Um, that's a good point, though. By the way, it is a correlation of the burning bush. Yeah, because it's this yeah. this whole you know we're, we're not messing around here. You're on. This isn't just nobody you're serving. This is Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. This is you know this is this is the one. Isn't they haven't they already been? Uh, oh, they're about to go on to victory of Jericho. Yeah. yeah. Then he's describing yes. what he's supposed to do. And it says, the Lord said to Joshua. Yeah. After, you know, and then it says, and he tells them. Again, I don't think the idea of the Lord saying to him is, a, is strong enough to say it's not an angel. That's my yeah. opinion because of the prophets and because of so many who say, I speak in the name of the Lord. In fact, Moses has said, not the Pope. But Moses is said to speak, of course, what we would call ex cathedra, or yeah. he spoke in God's stead, meaning God spoke directly through him. Yeah. Uh, we do not believe that happens today, by the way. We do not believe the Pope speaks ex cathedra and that he speaks the word of Christ uh, no. for us today. Most definitely not. But it is interesting that Moses is said to speak in that way. So I think there are 
So to me, that's not strong enough language. This is the most difficult one for me. It's this one that that. Uh, and, but I could make a case too that the commander of the Lord is a different being than the angel of the Lord. Although I, I agree with you, I think it's stronger to say that you know uh, that 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 could be just a synonymous term. But yeah, uh, yeah, no, no. I, I see your I see your guys' standpoint there. And hey, by the way. This is a side note, but when you were talking about Moses speaking ex, ex cathedra, mm-hmm. you know that that just makes you realize how serious it was when he did strike the rock with the stick in anger. Yeah, and kind of speak rashly in, in this place of God. Yeah, how serious of a mm-hmm. sin that was. We, you know, that barred him from the promised land. And sometimes we're like, why was that such a big deal? But when you really think about his position, yeah. and the responsibility he had, it was a very serious matter. And so it brings to us as teachers of Scripture. Yeah, all three of us. Yeah, how important it is to can't teach be, to teach scripture. So can't be confident idiots. No. Yeah, Gabriel's not in the Old Testament. Yeah, yeah in fact, he is. And uh, right, and, and to preach in our own confidence is yeah. foolishness. And to say, Lord, guide me into your word. Help me to say the things that would bring glory and honor to Christ. Yeah, amen. Uh, Intensive theologians. Yeah. Okay, just flesh this out. Okay, just yeah, for the, let's do it. To, to, to go, um, so we looked at like the ones that are hard to think about when the angel of the Lord shows up. What are some other places where angels showed up where it's just obviously angels? Like, was it was it who was the guy that got to see all the, the hosts of angels? That's a lot. Is it Elijah? Elijah, Elisha's servant. Uh, yes. In, uh, um, so we know that there are lots of beings that aren't God. And there were, and there was Jacob's dream of the ladder, the angels coming back and forth up the ladder yeah. at Jacob, Bethel. Jacob did see someone that I, in my standpoint, I would believe would be God, where he wrestled. Opinion. That's a really good one. Look at that one. He yeah. even named the place that he thought he'd seen God face Bethel. Yeah. Or no, Peniel. Peniel, I think, is he saw no. uh, God's face. So that would be in the book of Genesis, and we're that would be uh, uh, chapter thirty-two. Uh, uh, it never, never identifies him as anything other than a man, capital M, in this translation, which isn't indicated in the Hebrew. But the translators um, identified this man with God in, in the New King James. Uh, and I, and then once again, and this is where he calls him. From Jacob, yeah. and na- names him Israel. Yes, yes. And he says, he says, uh, Jacob asked him, saying, "Tell me your name, I pray." And he said, "Why is it that you ask about my name?" And he blessed him. And he didn't say anything like that. That's a similar thing to Manoah. Yeah, similar. But it didn't. He didn't go. I was. One, I can't remember if he went the next step and said something like, "My name is one." Right. But he doesn't doesn't say that here. So, but I, I in my standpoint, I believe this is. What you might say was the angel of the Lord in a sense, or a manifestation of Christ, not manifestation, um, Jesus. Um, and this is basically God showing up in a physical form. Now, um, you know, I see where this could be said to be a messenger who sent from God, you know, um, carrying out his. Um, I mean, I don't see that, honestly, in this passage. Right. I just see this as God. It's an interesting one. But, um, but it, never, it isn't identified as the angel of the Lord either. It's just a man, like it's you said, man. capital so M. In this could be considered a very unique, a unique occurrence. It's really a very unique occurrence in the whole Bible. Uh, um, so I, you know, there are there are flaws, there are potential loopholes in that as well. I see. And then the other big one is, of course, uh, the Book of Daniel, which is the the other real. Uh, 
where it seems almost definitely a Christophany uh, when you talk about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Oh, yes. Um, Verse 19 of chapter 3. Nebuchadnezzar was full of fury. He commanded certain mighty men of valor's army. Okay, verse 21. Oops, sorry. That's not the that's not the passage I'm looking for. I think. Where are you talking about? And the fourth is like the son of God. Thank you. Yes. What is that? uh, Three twenty-five. Twenty-five. I just didn't go far enough down. Uh, And he says, "And the three man Shadrach, yeah, verse twenty-three, Shadrach, uh, Meshach, and Abednego fell down, bound in the midst of the burning fiery furnace. Then King Nebuchadnezzar was astonished. He rose in haste and spoke, saying to his counselors, Did we cast three men bound into the midst of the fire? They answered and said to the king, True, O king, Lord, look, excuse me, not Lord, look, he answered, I see four men, and the one is like to the Son the of God. Thing that I, the only thing I would say, though, is like, I don't think you can take quotes from people who aren't, you know, the fallible people and say that this was the, me- their their language was the message that we were supposed to have. I mean, like, because I mean, to say son of gods, that was a common thing that all of the, I mean, Egyptians thought that they were the favorites of the sons of gods. I mean, I understand, like, to designate someone as looking like a son of God was also just like a normal thing for someone that was like supernatural looking. So they might be called an angel looking like son of God. I mean, all, I mean, the, there wasn't the, the, everyone, but all the, all the pagan rulers, they were said were the sons of God. Correct. I'm just, you know what I mean? So, like, yeah. it's, it's the same with that Manoa thing. Like, I mean, it could be, like, a thing where he just was saying, oh, I mean, he could be fallible in that quote, but that's what he thought. Right. He, I don't think you can quote people's quotes and say that's quoting the Bible. Right, because uh, even though this is spirit-breathed uh, scripture, we're right. talking about what Nebuchadnezzar actually said. Right, there's lots of people. And it doesn't mis- know what his, what his thought of mind I think was. about all the misconceptions people have in the Bible. It's not the Bible saying those misconceptions are true. Right. I'm trying to think of a good example that's easy to but, think of. But yeah, go ahead. I agree, I agree totally with that. That's very good exegesis. I do think there, you got to take a contact for the context because mm-hmm. I think that sometimes in the, in the scripture someone says something and there's contextual clues, and, and, and in a sense, it does have God's stamp of favor on it. I'm not saying that you can teach this dogmatic doctrine, but the implication is that what they said was true. Sure. I think you can read the, the context, the passage, and think this seems like it's, it's a, a true statement. Like when Peter says, well, that's affirmed immediately by Jesus. When he says, yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. you're the son of the living God, that's affirmed. But I'm just, um, but that's a copy you can say as a contextual clue. Right. What Peter said was accurate. You right, know, right. Um, affirmed by Jesus. Um, but. These instances in the Old Testament, like Manoah and whatnot, mm-hmm. from the context, Manoah is not very reliable, honestly. Yeah. So I get that. I mean, he's kind of a wishy-washy guy. Right. Gideon himself. Yeah. Wishy-washy. Especially at first. Yeah. And even in the latter in his life. Yeah. In his life. And Nebuchadnezzar does say here at the end, he says, "Blessed be the God of, uh, blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who has sent his angel to yeah. deliver his servant." So I'm just saying, like, he's got the two parts almost like separate right there. In that, in that word, that word "son of God," there, yeah. the Hebrew I know it can be translated as God or gods. Right. I mean, Elohim is Elohim. both ways in scriptures. Yeah. So it could be translated like the son, son of the gods. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. So, um, angel of the Lord. Well, yeah, what are, I mean, I say, what are some other places where I was clearly an angel because they said that they were an angel? You know what I mean? Like when Joseph and Mary were yeah, that's were spoken to. I mean, that wasn't obviously Jesus. Yeah, the, the one of the harder passages too is the Abraham passage, right? Okay. 
Where would that be? Uh, be before chapter nineteen. Be chapter nineteen. Wasn't it? Oh, the lot, the one that was depravity. Yeah. 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 Um, It's going to be. Is it 18? um, Right before that. Yeah, 18. And Abraham intercedes for Sodom. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, When did the men appear to him? Three men were sitting in front of him. He saw that he ran from the tent door to meet them and bowed himself to the earth and said, Oh, Lord. I found favor in your sight. Do not pass by your servant. Right. So, so the yeah, you're right. Sorry. Oh no, that's fine. It's just a, so it's three three beings, which two of them seem to be are definitely angels that are sent to Sodom. It seems like for the destruction of Sodom. Right, because because they are men, and pardon the the truth of the scriptures, but it, they were wanting to be raped by the other men. It would certainly test the rumors of Sodom. You know, which right. is an interesting passage because obviously God knew what was happening, but he still kind of ordained a test um, of the city, you know, which they failed, obviously. Yeah, very interesting. It says, the Lord's the ones we are talking to Sarah and Abraham here. Then the men set out from there, and they looked on the trucks from Sodom. And and then it says the Lord visited. The Lord visited Sarah and Abraham several times, even uh, with the idea of um, Isaac's birth. Well, how about this, too? Like, when we say, like, you know, this is kind of me random, but, like, when we say, like, Japan did this or, you know, Africa did this or Germany did this. Right. We're not necessarily always talking about, like, a person named those things. Of course. It's like, so it's like the Lord appeared to him. It's almost like, and then the Lord, like, made made himself known to them in, like, a way. Because it says the Lord appeared to him, and then it says, and there were three men. So it's almost like when it says the Lord appeared to them, it's like God, like, you know, whatever, uh, eliminated the veil between you know they can see the spiritual and then here's and here's how he, here's how it happened that he, there were three men you know what right, I mean right, right. like so some I, you know I, I don't know I just am saying like uh, you know if you say like you know yeah Germany came to a peace talk you might then say well it was Franz and Hans and whatever right, right. and then I, we know what I mean and they say well so Germany came but here's the people that came right? so the representatives are always going to be called Germany or well yeah I, I just I, I don't know that's what I'm saying so like when it says you know when they say like what well, like the command of the Lord says look you're on holy ground maybe it's holy ground because God was like revealing himself in right. this way to Je- Joshua right not necessarily because it would only be holy ground if God were there right but that it's also holy ground because God has ordained this meeting and this is what you're gonna I, you know I don't know I just I don't, I don't I guess I don't have enough like you know proper training to be <laughs> to be able to like say why I think wouldn't think that yeah there's a yeah I mean it's who can say for sure about yeah. some things? That some of these things in the Bible are, are difficult to. I was just in Genesis 18, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. verse 13. Um, you know, of course, I'm going to point out evidence for my theory. But sure. It says, And the Lord said to Abraham, Why did Sarah laugh, saying, Shall I surely bear a child since I am old? Is anything too hard for the Lord? At the appointed time, I will return to you according to the time of life, and Sarah's son shall have a son. But Sarah denied it, saying, I did not laugh, for she was afraid, and he said, no, but you did laugh. Mm-hmm. So this being it manifests omni- omniscience. Right. And he says, I will return when you have a child. That's not talking about him physically returning. It's a way of saying, I, God, will visit you in the right time and, and you know, bring about supernatural Cause of birth, birth yeah. yeah. That's what I think the verbiage is. I really agree. Indicating. I agree. So that, that's just... 
Um, but what for, by the way, it, it doesn't say Angel of the Lord in this one either. Yeah. So you know, it's just, but these are all related. You know, and and uh, there's people who demystify angels, but when they talk about uh, the angels in Revelation two and three, the angel of the church. Well, they say, well, it's just a messenger, so it could be like the pastor or the preacher or the teacher. And I disagree with that. I say, yeah, you know, I say if the angel is being used there, it seems to me it's an angel. Yeah. So I guess that's kind of my fallback. Yeah. And not that the, not that the, I'm not saying the English version is, you know, you know, whatever. Yeah. And maybe we, you know, maybe the translation does need to be better. I, you know, whatever. And I'm sure there are some clues to that. But it seems to me that the angel of the Lord is his messenger uh, to me again. And I know a lot of people disagree with me. In fact, a lot of great men, as you talked about, a lot of great men who I've read uh, believe that the angel of the Lord is a theophany or Christophany. Theophany just means that it's a pre-incarnate appearance of Jesus Christ or a pre-incarnate appearance of of God. God's a spirit. That, that, that's a good. I will say in the book of Malachi, um, God does seem like He identifies the uh, Messiah as a messenger mm-hmm. um, that He's sending. He, yeah. he identifies John the Baptist as a messenger, but I think in a similar verse, He identifies the Messiah as, as a messenger. Interesting. Who is also, you know, we know God in the flesh. Yeah. So I mean, I'm just saying, like, I'm just, 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 just thoughts. No, just, just, good stuff. As you're talking, and just things I'm thinking about. But I, I, I hear what you're saying. You guys, and I think that it's good to think about. I mean, it's not crystal clear. So when the three men come to Abram, or Ham, Ham at this point, yeah, yes, it is. And then, and then he delivers the news about the birth of of the promised son, and then right after that, he's interceding for Sodom. And then the next thing is that it says that the two angels, right. Went, and then it says that a little bit later, I just lost my place, but a little bit later, the, the, the angels say, the Lord has sent us to destroy Sodom. So he, the, the angels sort of distance themselves from being the Lord right. there. Right, and those they, two. But also, yeah. they are supernaturally able to cast blindness and then also like rescue Sod, uh, a lot and his family from the mob. So, I mean, I guess what I'm saying is like, I mean, so, so let's... We don't think that's Jesus and the Holy Spirit. No. We don't think that's the three no. parts. That's, that's of got an yeah. example. Why don't like one? So right, exactly. Right. Over yeah. it's the Trinity. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. It's certainly not the Trinity. Yeah. But the, but these people obviously had. They spoke on behalf because then they say that the Lord does this. The Lord sure. does that, you know, whatever. So they speak on behalf of the Lord. They do things that like obviously are miraculous. We know that angels could. Because and the prophets did. Elijah did. Of course did. they did. Yeah, Elijah yeah. did. So I guess what I guess yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know if this is like moving into. I don't think this is Harris. It happened to be. Um, it's like God. It's like God can do. Like He can show up in any way. It's not like God is bound by a personhood of like it's either it's either Him or it's Jesus right. or yeah. it's or it's all spirit. Saying, yeah, yeah, really exactly. Honestly, yeah. I just and so like I think and I think we know that there's other beings, these angels, at a lot of places. Other some spirit, of them are many named, other spiritual beings, and some of them are named. So yeah. we know that. So so. And, and then in the, the question of worship, so like if they did worship the angels, it looks like the angels deflect that worship away whenever it could happen. Because who, who were any of the angels worshipped? Well, we know the one in Revelation that that, that was almost worshipped by John, and that's okay. one that he deflected. Because it seems like Manoah is kind of def- it's deflected. It's like I'm gonna he's like, I'll make you some goats. He's like no no no, make an altar to God. Right right right. And then he did. And I'm just saying like it seems like. Um, 
it's just like God in a lot of and through prophets and through angels talk like he, it's like he moves through a lot of these I mean he talked through a donkey right. right now was that the voice of God or the voice of the donkey donkey right well it says the angel was there with his Locking. sword about to uh, yeah. take him down I think down. it was the donkey's voice I think, I think it was the donkey's, donkey's like look I've always been a yeah, donkey because it's what the donkey right. said yeah I hope they have tapes in heaven I know right yeah yeah, yeah. so I guess my question is yeah go ahead let, let, let me end with this sure. Hebrews chapter 1 yeah very familiar to some of us, maybe new to some of you. God, who at various times and in different ways mm-hmm. spoke in time past to the fathers by the prophets. Right there we see mm-hmm. there are all kinds of various forms. There are all kinds of what you were just saying, Ryan, yeah. all kinds of different types. Yeah. Has in these last days Mm -hmm. spoken to us by his son meaning it's the last word we need that's the beauty of this Mm -hmm. the last word we need is the son of god jesus christ he has come he has completed he has fulfilled and so much of hebrews one and really the beginning of hebrews is about like hey jews angels aren't it yeah that's a big and part that, of it. And that comes... Angel worship absolutely. Kind of going on there trying to nip that in the bud. And this, is, and this is Hebrews 1, and it says he's better than the angels. Yeah. He's, he's yeah. more... Inco- angels are incomparable, or he's incomparable, excuse me, yeah. to anyone else, and so... Which is just the, the Jehovah's Witnesses make the claim that Jesus is Michael the Archangel. And exactly. It seems weird, we're not going to get into all that. Yes. Yeah. But... Hebrews one just, just crushes that the theory on that. Just, mm-hmm. just and uh, and Mormons say that he's part of the host, which is they think he's their God sons. Yeah, and yeah. that that we calls that the the host of God. You know which the idea. Also be be crushed yeah. by this. Yeah. Right. And so we see the uniqueness of Jesus Christ. Yeah. I say to me, I say they're angels, except for that one passage that really. Uh, starts to throw me off is that commander of the Lord passage, oh, and uh, that's a that's one that I would be interested in. I say more difficult the Jake, the Jacob wrestling with God. God, yeah, that that I believe is a I, I'm with uh, oh because it doesn't say Jimmy angel. on that. I I'm, I believe it is a Christophany uh, with Jacob. And that's a very unique. Yeah. It never says angel in that passage. I'm yeah. just stick, I'm sticking with. Mm-hmm. I think the angel of the Lord is is God showing up in physical form. But I uh, after this episode, I definitely. Um, understand your guys' point of view and I see the merit of it. So. Hey, we'll get back together again and we'll do a little angels, little demons, we'll do a little apocalypse. Be safe out there. Blessings to you.